0: The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DoD Arts components.
1: Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. So you know, I
0: remember when we first started the podcast and we, you know, we asked, you know, I think it was you who asked, uh we both asked like, damn, like, I wonder where the topics, you know, going to come from. And I think I remember saying, well, it's the Navy. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the Navy going to always, <laughs> the Navy going to always give us something to talk about. Right. Yeah. And um, well, the Navy navied <laughs> and gave us something to talk about. Um, before um, I even think about going there and talking about that, I do want to say that we did speak about the G-Dub last week on our podcast. And when we spoke about the G-Dub, I feel like I need to turn my lights down a little bit. But when we spoke about the G-Dub, we went right into a matter of fact conversation because we had some guests. And um, I don't think I took the time out to say that my prayers are for the families of the lost uh sellers in those you know ten months or so. Um the numbers, you know, they crazy, they different and stuff like that. But I do wanna first, in all seriousness, uh send prayers out to the families of uh the loved ones of the lost ones. So I do wanna do that before we start talking about anything today.
1: Yeah, most definitely, man. Sensitive, you know, subject. So I agree, man. Prayers to the fam, man but uh, what did we learn
0: right what did we learn um from this week what did we learn this week let's i mean let's start with um you um and we could kind of go back and forth on this um but what did you learn
1: from this week i learned a couple things man you know the first thing i learned because of this 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 conversation we are talking about um, with the G dub, um, I learned by you know going on Facebook, man. Like, I well, I knew about you know what was going on on the G dub, but uh, one of the things, especially from um the Magpun visit, I learned from like Facebook, right? So, um, the things I learned was like, you know, uh, words of like he said, suck it up and. And, and different language that we was hearing from it, so I most definitely was curious. Then, you know, what I mean, like what was said, what was done, um, and you know, suicide man is a it's a delicate, you know, conversation. Anytime you're talking about it, uh, whenever, however, um, it's always sensitive because a lot of you know hurt people, especially when you got that family type atmosphere. You know, it's a lot of a lot of people hurt from that. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I most definitely wanted to see what was going on. So, of course, um, you know, we read the transcript on what was said. So um, I learned something there is that I never put too much into one side is what I what I will say also Um, before I before I, I learned before I talk. I want to make sure—not saying one side was wrong, one side was right—but it's better to see both sides before you make an opinion on anything. I learned that, you know. It's a lot of times I can hear something, and I'm ready, man. That's right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. But then when you hear another side, sometimes you be like, oh, that wasn't that bad, I don't think. Um, but like I said before, when you're dealing with you know suicides and stuff, it's different though. You know, and you got to be politically correct um, all the time when you're speaking about it. So I kind of that was one of my biggest things, man. Like, what do you
0: mean by that? Cause I don't wanna, I don't want us to, um, you do it
1: politically correct. Yeah. I
0: want us to make sure that we are responsible in our framing of our words. Um, cause you, these things get messed up a lot. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So you said, like, I don't want nobody to think, cause sometimes politically correct could come across as like not real.
1: Well, what I want, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I wanna so, make sure that so that's not what you're saying. What I'm, what I'm saying about that is when I'm listening to both sides of it, um, I didn't feel like the word suck it up was the right word to use when I was listening, when I'm looking at stuff off off Facebook. I don't think it was that was the, the you know, perception that that, in my opinion, that that point was trying to say. I don't think he was trying to mm-hmm. say that. So that's what I mean by that, you know, words matter type deal. You know what I mean? When it's when it's out. But I but, you know, people have their own opinion on on that anyway. But I just wanna say that. I kind of learned that like, Like when I hear that word, like somebody told you to do this, I'm looking for that. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for somebody. If you say you paraphrasing or you saying you are, you know, is your opinion, I think those things should be stated if you comment on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In my opinion, he said this, and then I can understand it a little bit more, you know? But when I hear people talk about things and you don't say the opinion, I'm paraphrasing, I'm doing anything like that, I feel like, you know, that- you need to put the whole transcript under what you're saying. Then people can read it themselves and understand it, you know, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. How about you?
0: I learned um, a few, I learned, I mean, um, I mean, I think we've already seen it, but just the power of Facebook, right? And just like the how easily open today's seller is to like say things on that platform. You know what I'm saying? And a voice their opinion. Um, really without regard of you know anything, they looking at like that platform, our social media, like, yo, this is mine. Like, this is my social media. I can say what I want to say on here, right? Um, and that's what got people caught up uh, a couple years ago um, when it came down to stuff that had to do with like race and stuff like that. This is completely different. So, um, you know, I don't want to drag this into that. But, um, when it comes down to, you know, things about politics and race and stuff like that, I do want sellers to kind of remember and understand that we still have a responsibility on social media. Right. But, um, the thing that I learned, there's a couple of things I learned. I think the first place I want to go to is, um, have a plan, right. Um, have a plan. Um, no matter who you are, no matter how high ranked, no matter how high rank you are, have a plan. Like, don't go into anything like, uh, kind of like, yo, I was, I was around the way, you know what I'm saying? I was around the way. Um, and I just wanted to come out. Right. Cause it's important. Right. Um, and people, I think people mistranslated that as well, but, um, you know, if I'm in a neighborhood and it's a situation like that, um, and i do come around i think the second thing is that um, i learned that i want to be able to devote my time to that uh i want to be able to devote my day to it right um i don't want it to be like an event you know i'm i'm a, I, i'm gonna be there for the duration however long i feel like um it's needed to be you know in there and i learned it from you know, I learned that. Like, like, um, another thing I feel like I learned was, um, sometimes, um, you know, we got to stick, stick with like the empathy, you know what I mean? Like, like, um, if, if you went at a position where you got to address something, um, empathy is, you know, and, and, and it's a, it's a, a conversation of something as delicate as, as, as suicide. Um, I'm trying to stick like you know uh what is it like stick the landing or whatever, like I want to leave what people kind of feeling like I talked to them about suicide, and I was empathetic about it um, th- about suicide, you know, about uh sellers committing suicide, sellers we lost, and things like that, right? um that that's how I want to leave. Um, I don't want to leave with topics outside of empathy and suicide. Right. So I don't know how that happens. You know, I don't know if that happens from more like one-on-one uh, dialogue um, or more like just me listening dialogue. Um, Cause it's also certain positions of power that you hit where you got so much of it that you're not about to like really make a change in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a seller can't, you know, that, like, we've seen that with, like, captains. You know, a captain might do, like, an all-hands call, and, like, a, a seller says something, but then a captain, like, like automatically, like, takes, like, all right, so so from now on, we're just going to do this. And then you got the chief mess or, or the war room or whoever, or other sellers, like, what? You know, like, we just changed this whole thing up because this seller asked this question or whatever. So sometimes you get in that position of power where... You know, you might be doing something for like one person or like, you know, contributing to one person's thoughts and ideas with like disregard of like, you know, other people. And that don't have nothing to do. What I'm saying right now don't got much to do with McFlyne. I'm just talking on a level of if I'm somewhere and I'm in a position of power and I got to address something that I need to be empathetic about. Um, I think my goal is to be empathetic. Um, Number one, (laughs) Right. Um, number two is give them time, right? Give people time. Um, whether that be in a forum where I'm like one-on-one or I'm one, I got like an assistant with me. We could like listen to things, um, kind of give our opinions and, and talk problems, um, and stuff like that. Um, man, I learned a lot, man. I, I, I really did learn a lot. You know, um, you have to kind of, you know, know your audience. Um, You got to know, like, again, man, you got to know what you're there for, you know? And I'm, and I've always been that kind of person too. Like, like when even when it come to like, I think I talked about it before, but like when it came to like school, like if they say to do this, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm here for. This is what I came to do when I leave. That's what you're going to remember me doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I mean, even like, you know, in the McPond situation, um, and that story, I honestly didn't even hear, um, um, like, you know, the initial kind of fallout and stuff. I don't even think I heard anything from him addressing, uh, like the Vic, like, well, not the Vic, I don't think I've heard, uh, anything from him addressing like the sellers that were lost, mm-hmm. um, to the suicide. And I know he did, you know, and I'm sure that was his intention of, you know, going out there, but the rest of the news kind of like overtook. You know, whatever he, he was there. initially came yeah. out there for. Um, so I just wanna make sure that I stick to the theme that I'm, you know, uh there for. And it is a sensitive theme. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, once you once you um you open those questions up, like, you know, it's here we come now, man. Like it can go down here. I remember when I had we had people of power come to my, you know, commands or whatever. I remember one was the biggest thing. One, we knew they was coming a long time ago. And two, that we took questions. Like we, we, we vetted those questions too, man. I remember vetting yeah, quick, command vet the questions on what's gonna be asked and all that type of stuff. And, and and back to this is a different though. This is different. You know, things that have happened and things that has transpired. So he, you know, felt like he wanted to come over and say hi. But I think that's more. Uh, if you want to come there that soon, uh, and it's, I'm talking from my my opinion, if you want to come over there that soon, you most definitely, I think you should be coming there to you know to, to say hi, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to say, hey, I'm just here, you know, to support and talk, you know, if anybody want to talk and things like that. I don't know if you, all the questions you see on that, on that transcripts a lot, man, that was all over the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah, and it's like,
0: it's like what, like, you know, I'm trying my best to have this conversation, like, Yeah, but it's like, what is the, like, what, like, the, the Mick Pond? the most he's going to be able to do in that moment is take your questions back somewhere. Yeah. And then go through whatever he got to go through to, like, try to, like, make an impact, right? Yeah. But the McPond ain't about to make an impact on just your ship, right? It ain't nothing the McPond doing that is going to just affect your ship. It's gonna affect everybody's ship. Yeah. Right. So when you open the floor for I, I've been going back and forth on like the way that, you know, if I'm in that uh uh situation, how I would like open the floor for questions. Um I've been going back and forth uh on that like um if, even if so I'm not like I'm gonna be personal right because that's the only thing that I think we could always be right one, I just did a midterm. And one of the things that I said was like, I felt like was like a weakness of mine was, um, I'm not good when it comes to those empathetic moments. I'm not like, I just talk, right. I find comedy in like my own, um, (laughs) you know, trials and tribulations. I laugh at my own pain. You know what I mean? So I'm not good with like being empathetic. I know that already. Right. So I don't even know how, how I would like do in this kind of situation. Um, I think in a lot of different ways, this kind of situation could be like, if you were in that position, it's expectations, I think in a lot of different ways, this kind of situation could be a lose-lose. You know, you could go there, you could just talk, you could not open the floor for questions. People are going to think you don't care about uh, yeah. like what they got to say, you know? But you know, when you open the floor for questions, you about to get questions about everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, even sellers that's not affected by the sellers that you know were lost because some people aren't. You know what I mean? They gonna have their own line of questions for something else. Yeah. You know. Um. So, yeah, like like I said, man, I'm I, I have a hard time with empathy.
1: Yeah. Myself, I mean, I, I do too. Um. But I'm, I'm like like you said though, I can talk though. You know what I mean? If i I can talk and I can I can be reasoned and I can you know say what I need to say, but you think I can go do that on the fly? This guy can't. You know what I mean? It's no. Like, <laughs> ain't no way I can go do that on the fly. I most definitely have to think about it and, and see what, and then even like sometimes when you are talking, if I had to go talk to a family or anybody, this, whatever the case may be, I want to go talk to that family ahead of time. I want to go talk to maybe the mom, maybe the dad, if I'm going to somebody and talk about something so I can get more info or about something before I go up and speak. You know what I mean? I want yeah. I want more information about things. Like if I was going to, uh, if I was going to a ship to talk, I'm what I'm gonna do, man. I'm gonna go talk to the mess. I'm gonna go talk to the probably the CO and XO. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go do all that stuff yeah. ahead of time, so I I kind of can feel, you know, pulse check, pulse check pulse, type like deal. a pulse yeah, yeah, check, yeah. right? You know, and that's you just know. me. You know, what I mean when it when it when it comes to stuff like that, man. But yeah, man, it's a tough situation, man. Uh, but like I said before. And 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 I'm gonna stick with it. I know I probably get a little, little little backlash behind it, but um I didn't feel like the message that he I, this this is why I got two things, man. And I don't wanna be on on, on this, you know, and, and get too crazy about it. But two things I got. One, I don't think what he said was that upsetting. You know what I mean? But the last thing I wanna say is. Is is what you said about what you there for? You know what I mean. I don't think he hit that enough on the reason why he stepped on board the ship. You know what I'm saying? Now, because those some of those stuff they was talking about really didn't, didn't didn't some of it did, but some of it didn't have anything to do with why you was even there. I mean,
0: yeah. But the and the crazy thing with that is this though. It's like in that moment, right? It's always going to be connected to the suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, whatever you say, no matter what. Yeah. Like, if somebody asks you a question about, like, anything, like, uh, it's too loud or whatever. And, like, if whatever you say at some point is going to be connected to the source. Because I, I was reading another article, right? And the article was about, uh, and it was an article, like, ABC News, man. Yeah. And it was about the GW. Mm-hmm. And it was sellers talking about, Um, it was one seller, like, uh, it was one seller saying, like, um, I had to like sit on a bucket and watch people like weld. I was like, oh, you know, me, I'm like, oh, that's the fire watch. You know? <laughs> I was like, they had to do now now. I mean, as you know, we chuckle or you chuckle. Yeah. Um, but this was a seller who had a suicidal ideation. Mm. Um, or even went as far as actually making an attempt at one time just from depression, you know. And then you got a father saying his son would drive eight hours home every weekend and not want to leave his house cuz he didn't want to go back you know to the ship um i got a, i got so many thoughts about uh, a lot of this um and i don't really know if we know the answer i don't know if we know the answer um and since i don't know if we know the answer Another one of my lessons learned is I don't think that I would be trying to provide one. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, in a certain moment or even trying to challenge, in that moment, trying to challenge the thoughts of a young seller. Yeah. Like, so for instance, like we just did an episode last week and we got into a conversation about seeking help, right? And in that conversation um, about seeking help, we had a, a good conversation back and forth about, why sellers don't want to seek help. Um, and my thought process was you have to, you know, you got to focus on yourself. But the forum in which we had the conversation is a better forum to get that off, like to get those kind of thoughts yeah. off. Cause I could say what I got to say, the seller could say what they got to say. I could take what the seller said and be able to give a, like a real spirited, like rebuttal. And it's not like, oh, he's a senior chief. So I, I can't really argue with him. So I just got to listen. And when I leave, have a bad Thought, you know what I'm saying? Because let's say you say something as whoever you are, right? And somebody, like even on like this podcast, right? We say something, and if we got like a guest, the guest could get clarity on what we said, you know? Or like we've said things, I've said things, you've said you've said things where like. After we talk about it, like for like two minutes or something, we like kind of like take that back, like oh no, yeah. nah, like well I don't mean that. I mean this, yeah. you know what I mean? But when you win that, when you in that situation where you standing in front of three, you know, two thousand, however many, you know, sellers, and um, and you say something and there's nobody there, like that, like like because the <laughs> it's not called for at it that. It's not a debate, so it's not called for at that moment to challenge you. You, in, in that moment, in that context, in lack of planning and all of that, you're, you're probably going to say something wrong. Yeah. Um. I, I'm probably, I'll probably say things wrong. You know, we, we've probably said like 10 things wrong already on this podcast episode. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's all like contingent on like the way people receive it. Because, yeah. all right. So, you know, a fact of this is that the opinions on uh this whole thing was divided right these the, the opinions on the aftermath of all of this was divided right it was sellers who um felt like mcpom was wrong right yeah um it was sellers who felt like that they understood what McPond said right um a, a lot of the sellers that i think feel like you know mcpom was wrong a, a lot of them were like some of the like younger sellers uh, going up to Chiefs and stuff like that. But for sure, a lot of the people that felt like they understood what he said were like older, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I managed to talk to one of my younger sellers just to get a thought, right? And I could tell whatever the initial thought was changed after, you know, some time. I'm like, well, what do you, you know, think? And she has some real good opinions about about it all. But I think it's worth thinking about, Um I think it's worth talking about, uh, especially to your sellers, especially if they ask. Um, Me, I talked to them about it, like, because I thought about, like, uh, I just think about, like, when I was a junior seller or even as, like, as, like, near in time ago was like when George Floyd, remember when the thing happened with George Floyd and like nobody was saying that? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, like you just, like, like it's like, yo, this nobody, thing,
1: I remember you saying, uh, what did you say to me? Uh, are we acting like this ain't happened? <laughs> yeah, you know It's like, yo, like, no, yeah. this
0: happened. You know, then you looking at like a black seller, a young black seller that's like down in the dumps. Like, and you could see it in their eyes. You know what I'm saying? They like looking at you and, you, and I'm like, yo, you good? And they like, nah, chief, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't like the boom boom. It's like, yo, but we acting like this. Ain't. So I want to make sure like when something like this happened, that's all over Facebook. That's all over everywhere that we can actually um, talk about it. Right. And I, um, so that's why I think I wanted to talk like lessons learned from this. Um, I, I probably our assessment of it is probably weak.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's probably a weak assessment. Yeah. But I, I feel, I feel like a lot of people already talked about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and gave good, like, yo, if you want to hear like a good, I got to plug them real quick. But don't give up the ship. Got a real good like breakdown of all of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I can't give a great breakdown because I didn't read the transcript. Um, all of it. I sent it to you, but I ain't read all that. That was a it whole was lot of ums, lot. And um, lot. ums and ums no, and I'm not reading all that. And then I um didn't watch the, I didn't listen to the audio. I do plan on it because I want to get the full context of everything. But when the um story first broke, I didn't um register it. I didn't register it. I intentionally don't register those. I intentionally don't register those kind of stories initially because I know the generation that we in. I want to find resources and I want to actually see uh, what was said. And that has nothing to do with me having any favor to like what the McPon, um, will have to say or not, that just got something to do with me having a fair assessment. I do that with everything. Yeah. Um, any story, any story, anything happened, somebody, anything happened. I I, I look at context and I, 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 you know, I see what's going on and I'm sure that some things that McPon said, uh, he wished, I'm sure he got some regrets. I'm not going to say I'm sure yeah, some yeah. things he said he wished he took back, but I'm sure he got some regrets. Probably, you know, like not like uh, surveying the scene a little bit more and understanding the audience a little bit more in that moment of time when you decided to go there, kind of unplanned. Like I'm sure some of that um is things that he wished that he, you know, could take back. And like I said, I do you think it's a lose lose? You think you think that that conversation is a lose lose?
1: Um, I think it it would have. I think, and this is me going back and having to listen to the whole transcript. I from the, what I saw what I read, I read a lot of it. Um,
0: so not not like let, like let's not talk about like McPine and that whole thing. Okay. right? but like in that situation, crises. A bunch of sellers commit suicide. Ship, you gotta go talk to them. Yeah, I think the
1: win is to talk about that. I think just to
0: be empathetic.
1: Yeah, just to be empathetic. Right? Yes, that's my that's what I think. I think we should go there and and talk about that type of stuff, though. You know what I mean? And be. I want to know from. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I just want to know
0: from like listeners, like junior sellers and stuff like that. Should the floor be open for questions? That's like one of the things I want to know. Like, 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 if, if you got somebody high-ranking, high-ranking on your ship, a fleet, whatever, right? A fleet, McPond, whoever. Um, in a moment like that, where it's about empathy, right? Should the floor be open for for questions? Do you want to get those questions off? And that I want to know from sailors, young sailors, what they think about like that. Because I had this conversation. Where, like I said, I was kind of iffy on how I would take questions. I don't think I would take them open forum. But, like we first, like I said, when we first started, I'm devoting my day on that shit probably. Like I'm near, like I'm near at least six hours. Yeah. Right. So I'm talking for like at least 20, however long, 10 minutes, however long I'm talking. And then I'm like, yo, I'm here for you guys today. Um, and that ain't a knock on, like, you know, whatever Pond plan was, but that's what my plan would be. I'm here for you guys today. I, I just sabotaged uh, NC1's office or, you know, somewhere. And I'm going to just be here with my recorder, whoever I got there, that's taking all the uh, uh, and ums and all that, that that, that person took. I'm going to be here with this person and we're going, we're here to listen. We're here to listen. Yeah, um, We're not here to talk. We're here to listen. Um, and I want to know what you guys are going through, yeah. you know, and then you could leave and you have time to like take some kind of action. You got Tom, you know, because a McPine ain't about to go and uh, sec- uh, like uh, clear tags and like get water back. Like, uh, that's just being honest. Like, you know, like a Pine, is no real action that the Pine can do in that moment to save the day. So you're there, like, and that's literal. So somebody might have just turned their nose up on that, but that's honest to, like, that's honest. Like, like the McPine not about to go clear tags and restore ventilation. <laughs> so the there, like I'm here, I'm here to listen, you know, and then we can move forward and see what, and, and take action and assess. And I got people, and anybody of that kind of power got people smarter than them. So I got people smarter than me that I'm going to take these problems too, and we're going to figure something out. Yeah. And I know it's a seller, so I'm listening probably like, well, we've been having these problems. We ain't figured them out yet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, have you been able to get it, you know, that close to, to like McPond or somebody like that to be able to actually take these as action items? So I think, I think I would take questions, but more one-on-one um, where I got time to sit down, talk to you, kind of get to know you, your temperament and, um, and write down what your issue is, yeah. uh, versus the open forum, um, all hands call, even though some of those answers, everybody need to hear, but we could create like they create in transcripts anyway. So we could create a transcript and then shoot that transcript, you know, back out to the ship after. So the ship could kind of see that, you know, the questions that I was able to fill and we could debrief that. We could actually, we could even debrief it on a higher scale, you know, um, you know, such and such as visit to such and such ship. Uh, these are some of the problems that our sellers said that they were facing. Um, and as we create our poem to address our fix, you know, some of these problems, something like that. Um, you know, I don't think the fast way, um, you know, like you said, if it's that way, it's probably, yeah, like, you know, so, but one, all right. So we need to, you want to talk about this managed uh, expectation, um, bit. Cause I feel like that was, uh, I think some junior sellers took that as a direct to them, like like manage your expectations. But I think manage the expectations more so came from came to like. Um, I know recruiters are taking it like 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 it's to them as well. Um, but I think that's just full scale. Uh, my perception of that is this full scale leadership. Period. Like we need to manage expectations. Um, better or whatever. Now, I'm not saying that he's right about that. Right. I'm not saying he right in that statement. I'm not saying he wrong in that statement, but I'm saying like, who did you think that statement, I, that statement wasn't to junior sellers. He wasn't telling junior sellers to manage their expectations. Yeah. Like that wasn't what he said. Like the quote wasn't even, that wasn't even a quote. Yeah. Um. You know, the quote was more about doing better at, you know, managing your expectations. And I, like I said, I remember talking about like a seller on a ship, uh, a junior seller being like, man, like, I ain't know we, you know, go out to sea. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 hell yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, I got to get off this ship. You know what I mean? Like, and to me, you know, my initial thought there was, damn, like, who the hell didn't tell this seller that we go out to sea? Yeah, I know, right. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, I mean, I, I, I mean. I, I think the the manager expectations was more came, and that is my opinion too, came from the fact that, that as older sailors, we always talk about our experiences, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what we've been through while we was here, you know, and that can be translated into, you know, um, I did it, you can do it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just about to yeah. I was gonna talk about and, and that. And I yep. think that's where kind of where, that verbiage and that way of thinking um from people came from, and I, and I can see that too. I can see people thinking, thinking of it like that too. um But you know, we we have to adapt too, and people are different. And and just like we talked about a couple times about you know how we came up, and and we telling our junior sailors, "I did this when when I was that," you know, when I was in your position, yeah. type deal, same same type of stuff. So we need to we need to, everybody to do better at that type of stuff you know Yeah. we are
0: one of my one of my junior sellers said something like well just cuz it always been like that don't mean it got to stay mm-hmm. like that and i'm like you know that's right and i've said that before right yeah. um i remember like you know being on the ship in the yards and it's loud it's noise and i used to hate it i'd be mad like it's always noise. boom you know i i, I never thought <laughs> you know i never like me who i was as a seller Never thought to like bring that up, like, and I would have never thought like to ever bring that up to like mm-hmm. to the McPond, for instance, right? But, um, we got people who do, you know, we got people who, who like I used to hate it, like, I just cover my other, you know, pillow, headphones. I used to hate it, you know what I mean? So I know the feeling of hating that sound, but maybe I was just too dumb or hardened to think like that was that, you know, that big of an issue to like bring it up, you know. But we also asked, we also talked about me going through a sense of like depression before, mm-hmm. for, 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 you know, for different things like that. But I mean, it's a again, like I said, man, the last thing I want to talk about is the comparison thing. Um, my wife, she got a quote up here that says comparison is the thief of joy and um, compare like you said and I said it's off putting. You know, when we say, hey, when I was a first class, when I was this, when I was that. Yeah. And I, I, I've never had a conversation with like an older chief. Um, and, and I feel like a little uh, weirded out when they try to compare when they first joined or mm-hmm. something to something. You know, I was talking to somebody recently um, and respect to the person or whatever, but they brought up World War II. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like they brought up World War II. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this ain't we not in, we not, this ain't that. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, we not in those times, no. that, you know no. what I mean? So last question just in the in my thought is like, what does the Navy look like in 20 years Ooh. to you? I
1: don't know, man. That's 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 a question I had to sit down with, man. Like in 20 years. I'm telling you, I've been in 20 years and it has changed, right? A lot. Yeah. But what I what I would tell anybody uh, right now in 2022, man, if you're in any type of leadership position, civilian or military, you better learn how to adapt <laughs> to situations, man, and adapt to people and 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 the right way too, though the right way. Um, because if you don't, man, you're gonna get ran out of the building or ran off the ship or whatever the case may be, man, you got to learn how you got to, man. Uh, (laughs) So in
0: 20 years, right? That's why we did the episode, the one about dinosaurs, right? Yeah. Like just for for this whole, I feel like this whole thing, this whole conversation, right? Was like pretty much a bridge off of that. In 20 years, the sellers that's junior right now, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the sellers from the G-Dub in the article that I read were first year sellers, Right. Who who loved the navy? Who said they loved the navy? They want to be in the military, stuff like that. Yeah. In twenty years, if these sellers, you know, are this generation, right, staying in, they're gonna be the leaders. Yeah. They're gonna be the leaders of it. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'm gonna be watching. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be watching it. Uh, I won't be in. Um, I got a few years left, but uh, but I'm gonna be watching because I'm interested in what it looks like. You know, because I know twenty years ago it looked a whole lot different. A whole lot different. You know, from like hazing and like things that, you know, like getting like things that I don't even really want to talk about because we got civilians that listen to the podcast. But I remember my aunt telling me the stories of like when she, you know, went from like enlisted the officer. And they didn't sound like pretty. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they sounded like it was some stuff going on that like I wouldn't want to happen. You know? And most like definitely won't be happening now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, 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 I'm anxious to see what uh, we got. We in a progressive time. I'm anxious to see what 20 years look like. And we, you know, we might have lost about 10 listeners uh, this episode. Yeah. Uh, but to all our listeners that we, we still love got, you guys. Man, still, thank man. you guys. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We just want to talk a little bit about uh, that, but not talk about it like yeah. as like news reporters are reported because that's what everybody else been doing. Um, everybody's already talked about it. You know, it's an old topic at this point. Um, and, um, and I don't say that to like minimize it, you know what I mean? But after about a week in a news cycle, you know, things get a little old. Now it's still work we need to do, but as far as a news story and us being all over it, uh, reporting it from beginning through end and all of that, nah, like that ain't
1: it. Yeah. I agree, man. Right. I agree. So with that being said, man, we're gonna jump right into this hero of the week. We got, man. Let's go. So this week we have um Ty Carter. So Ty Michael Carter. Um, closer to my age, man. You know, January 25th, 1980, uh, from Spokane, uh, Washington. So big shots out to Spokane, Washington. I want to
0: say it's Spokane.
1: Spokane Washington. Spokane,
0: I think. I just don't want nobody from Spokane like being like Yo, they, they, me, they Hey,
1: our like, listeners known from Mississippi, man. It's okay. <laughs> but you're right, I don't want to jack it up though. All right, man. We're gonna get right into uh the citation, man. All right, specialists Ty M. Carter distinguished themselves by act of gallantry and intrepidity. At the risk of life above and beyond the call of duty while serving as a scout with Bravo troops, three Delta Squadron, 61st Cavalry Regiment, the 4th Brigade Combat Team, 4th Entry Division, doing combat operations against an armed enemy in Kimdish District, Nuristan Province, Afghanistan, on October the 3rd, 2009. On that morning, Specialist Carter and his comrades awakened to an attack of an estimated 300 enemy fighters occupying the high ground on all four sides of combat outpost Keaton, employing concentrated fire from recoilless rifles, rocket propelled grenades, anti aircraft machine guns, mortars, and small arms fire. Specialist Carter reinforced a forward battle position, ran twice through a 100 meter gauntlet of enemy fire to resupply ammunition and voluntarily remained there to defend the isolated position. Armed on with only a M4 carbon rifle, Specialist, Ca- Specialist Carter placed accurate deadly fire on the enemy, beating back the assault force and preventing the position from being overrun over the course of several hours. With completed disregard of his own safety and in spite of his own wounds, he ran through a hell of, of enemy rocket propelled grenades and machine gun fire to rescue critically wounded comrade who had been pinned down in the exposed position. Specialist Carter rendered life-extending first aid and carried the soldiers to cover. On his own initiative, Specialist Carter again maneuvered through enemy fire to check on a fallen soldier and recovered the squad's radio which allowed them to coordinate their evacuation with fellow soldiers. With teammates providing cover fire, Specialist Carter assisted in moving wounded soldier 100 meters through withering enemy fire to the aid station. And before returning to the fight, Specialist Carter heroic actions and tactical skills were critical to the defense of Combat Outpost Keaton, preventing the enemy from capturing the position and saving the lives of his fellow soldiers. Specialist Ty M. Carter's extraordinary heroism and selfishness above and beyond the call of duty are in keeping in the highest tradition of military service and reflect great credit upon himself, Bravo Troop, 3 Delta Squadron, 61st Cavalry Regiment, 4th Brigade, Comeback Team, 4th Entry Division, and the United States Army. Mm. So yeah, man. Uh, Specialist, uh, Specialist Carter, man. Um, uh did a lot, man. Um you we talking about four sides having the high ground. Um um uh, with with a task of of beating back the the forces was was probably seeming dim for the whole for everybody that was there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but again, we have a a guy here put his own life on the line um uh, to go out um on a, a pretty much I can say a man on a mission you know what I mean? You're running through, through, through fire. You running, I mean, you running through, um, 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 missiles, you running through, you know, firefights and, and, and bullets and all type of stuff, man, you're being wounded, but nothing's, you know, stopping you from, from doing what you need to do, um, to try to, to try to, um, save your comrades or save your own self or whatever the case may be, man. Like, like, these guys that we talk about uh every week or every two weeks um is heroes man um and 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 if you look it up in a dictionary man this is what this is what it's all about being a hero yeah
0: yeah and he pretty much did everything you could do
1: yeah right like he did
0: everything you could do yeah um from shooting to like saving people to like performing
1: like first aid stuff he did like pretty how about even the communication getting the communication back to coordinate you know what I mean? That was huge right there, man. Yeah, he did everything. You know, we watched a movie
0: about him, too. And we reviewed it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It, the movie wasn't about him, but The Outpost. He outpost, was one of the yeah. Uh, soldiers. Yeah, he was one of the soldiers. Uh, and uh, Ty Carter was one of the soldiers in that. Uh, mm. Well, Specialist Carter was one of the soldiers in that movie. Um, so we should. Uh, and they actually met. He actually met the, the player who uh, Caleb Landry Jones played him. And they actually met each other or whatever. So, nice. and we got to see it, you know, it, it's been a while, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But we got to see it in that movie. Um, he did some heroic a- actions and that's a good movie The outpost So, if You never saw it. Um, not you, but, yeah. you know, listener, if you never saw it, you know, go check it out. Good movie. Um, Hero, you know, worth, you know, getting a movie made about, you know, and um, we always you know hear these stories and wonder what they would look like, and you know that story actually has a, a movie. So yeah, it was definitely man. How your week was? Like I I, I was listening to our last pod, our last pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I remember, he was like, yeah, we always start our podcast talk about our week. So how your week was? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to ask you, man. How your week was, man. <laughs> <laughs> how your
1: week how your was your week was. Uh, <laughs> hey I got you man how, how you, was your week you. man so man I had a you know I'm always out and about man on my week man but I had a first I want to say you know you guys see me you know I got the cheer hat on so my daughter is trying it out you know for for the, nice. for the for the team today so you know big shots out to to Great Oaks High School man uh, always doing great is that like varsity or yeah, something yeah 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 she'll see okay. man, she'll be a senior next year so she out there doing big things, man. And another work. another shout-out, man, congrats to all the reserve and the FTS guys for Mac, the Master Chiefs and seeing chief results came out. So congrats mm, to all man. those guys congrats. also. Um, so, yeah, man, I I, uh, I had to go. I was on a ship, of course, doing inspection. Big ship, man, on Anfield, man. Like, oh, my goodness, dude. I, and I used to think about, man, you know what? I used to, to go back to see it go on one of these big old Anfields, man. But walking those ladders on that field, man, I don't know if your yeah. boy can make it on there, man. That, whew, we talking about a, a, a LHD? Oh my goodness, boy, that thing is huge, man. Tell yeah, you for it's real, a lot, a, lot it's a lot of spaces, a lot of on spaces on there, man. Um, so yeah, man, I had a, I had a, so we got this thing now, man. We kind of started where you know something happens on, on ships or whatever the case may be, man, we might go out and, and assist them, man. You know, emergency emergency emer- stuff, man. Emergency. I, think, I, th- <laughs> I think that, that may have became the norm now, man. <laughs> it's like might remediation. Have became norm. I don't know, man, but it might've, have, might've have became the norm for us, man. Um, so yeah, man, that's, that's how my week went, man. Dealing with the kids. Kids also, you know, they play, you know, sports and stuff, man. I got, got my son and got him, a. a uh, first time we did this, man, but I got him a, a, a one-on-one coach, man. Mm. And, man, like, it's like I'm watching him out there, man. I just can already see his confidence building, man, like when he out there one-on-one, man. So that's one of the, one of the things, man, I've been out there watching them, so I can take some of them tools I see that coach doing, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me and him can yeah. go do our thing, man, sometimes. So, but so it's been that type of week, man. Um, yeah. How about so yours, man? About the kids.
0: Well, what's the deal with these, uh, what's the deal with the, I'm hearing like, it's a lot of ta- like, then they like, it's been tag out issues. So they like, you know anything about this, like tag out issues and like, uh, like them being kind of like addressed more in the fleet. You heard anything about yeah, that?
1: Yeah, I actually, man, <laughs> you bring up that. I actually like, um, let me see. I want to say this, man. It has the attention of the of the the big guys, man. When it comes to tag outs, man, because like I was going through these emails and I see like we have to send off our inspection stuff like that. And one of the the biggest topics was man, like I want to know about uh, tag outs and electrical safety, man. Like that was one. That was the two top things, man, right there. That 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 we want to know about. And when you think about it. Those two things are very important, right? That's the things that that can kill you. That's the things that that can break equipment and stuff, man. So, uh, but yeah, man, it's on. The, it's on the top of the list, man. Of 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 those of the, of the big dogs, man.
0: I remember we had the inspectors over for air and then like the <laughs> dude, he was just ready to like fail the program like so bad. You know what I'm saying? He's like, "I found one. You got one <laughs> left." You know, like, 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 oh, like he's like, "You got one left, man. You got one left." And then they like. I think they like tried to find it. We fought it, you know. We we fought it. I'm like being humble already. Like he talking to me. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like you got one left, man. You got one <laughs> left. You know, like yo, who you talking <laughs> who you ta- to, man? Like
1: <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> like, man. He wasn't
0: even like an EM. Like he wasn't even an electrician, you know. But they found it. They found a tagout violation. Of course. Um, I ain't gonna say which department it was in, but it was combat. But I ain't gonna say that. But um, so they find a tag out violation, right? They hit mm-hmm. us on it. And then they like, they, he like just all around, like coming back. He had like the biggest smile on his face too. Like, like he like, was about to,
1: <laughs> got him, I'm tax
0: that ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, bro. Nah, we not going to have no more of those. Um, but I'm glad they doing something about it. There's yeah, another man. thing that I noticed when I went to visit this ship though. I saw a Master Chief standing duty, man. Yeah. I saw something. I saw some nines on duty, man. Yeah, man. Because, <laughs> you know, the Navy, Ch- like we talk about these things, right? But like seeing them happen, you know, I'm on shore duty. Bro. Um, The only nines I know are like the SELs and uh, CMC and stuff like that. So it's like to go on a ship and see a nine in there, you know, on uh, in the burden, <laughs> watching a movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yo, one day these nines gonna hurt me, man. But the the see nine on there on duty was like crazy.
1: Yeah man. man. It, it's it's most definitely was different. it's most definitely different, man. Especially for us, cause we know how it was, man, but you're right. Abra came out after that after that BHR thing, man. Abra came out and like laid the law down on that man. He he made it very he was very clear on who was not standing duty.
0: Did we ever get an answer about the BHO? We still waiting no, on
1: like the
0: final yeah. word about that, right? Yeah. That ain't lasting just as long as the Megan Thee Stallion case, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: it's lasting a long time, man. Yeah, like man. they been quiet about it. She ain't
1: quiet no more, but she put that song out, boy. She ain't quiet, but yeah.
0: She did an interview too. All right. So look, let me talk about uh my week, yeah. man. I've uh so today, let me talk about today. I took leave so I could go to a commissioning ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. I've been tracking this commissioning ceremony for the longest. Um, I knew, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to go there. It's at 1230. I'll probably be there. It's two hours long. I knew it was two hours. I probably to be there for two hours. Then I was going to leave and then uh, go back home. And then at some point we was going to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. So that was my plan. So I get there at 1230. It's in Dahlgren. So it take me like an hour to get to Doggren, regime. I get there at 1230 and I get to the... You know, to the the park that the commissioning ceremony was happening at. And I only saw like five people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, he only got like, you know, I'm like, man, this this big uh thing and like this a commissioning ceremony, you know what I mean? Um, so what's the deal with five Warren Gonzalez too? Hey, shout out, congrats on you know, on, on making Warren. But like, I'm like, it's only five people at your commissioning ceremony. Like, this is weird, you know. So we walking up. And he like, see, I see him like do the look and he, so he sees me, he's like, oh man, that's Damo or whatever. Even though he say my name wrong, he called me Damo, but you know, he said whatever. So, um, we, we get there and, you know, and I'm like weirded out cause he already got his collar devices on. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, I don't automatically salute him. I'm like, is he like wearing them? Like just trying to see how they look, like what's going on or whatever. Right. So he's like, he's like, you here for the commission? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, yo, it happened at 30. <laughs> <laughs> you the commission, bro. <laughs> bro, I was two hours late. Oh my goodness, bro. Yo, I'm like, I'm like, I too. And it's crazy because I was looking forward to going because one of our bo- Dirk was Dirk was there, right? I'm like, I'm because, and I'm already in my head. I'm like, I'm a probably stand somewhere in there. Dirk, listen oh to whatever Dirk you know talking about, has some laughs or whatever like that. And then um, I knew I wasn't going to be able to stay, so I was going to make the most of the moment. <laughs> Yo. And then I felt bad for them because it's already two hours after the ceremony and they was like, look like they were the last people there. So they was like wrapping up. And then it's like, they got to kind of talk to us for at least like 15 minutes. We came all the way out there. I'm like, hey man, don't, you know, don't he... Don't take too much time talking to me, man. Go ahead. He was like, Don't talk about this on the podcast. I'm like, Nah, I'm definitely going <laughs> to. Bro,
1: so, like, hold up, man. Yeah. Hold on. You got this shit funny as shit, man. Because you said yeah. in the beginning of your story, this, you, you made that shit funny shit. You said you was wondering why it was five people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo,
0: it's fine. I'm like, yo, my man. And I told him, I'm like, I was wondering, man, it's like, you got like five, like, <laughs> like damn, like you ain't, ain't nobody want to see you like transition, to, you know what I'm saying? But meanwhile, oh I'm, two, I'm two hours late. Angeline, I got Angeline with me. She oh, didn't you
1: know, she probably put too. a face oh, on. And, no, she, she don't get mad. She
0: don't she don't get mad. She's the not easiest, mad. Yeah, you know, yeah. going <laughs> person in the world. But like she, you know, she get makeup, all this stuff, man. I just was like, all right, we need to do something. I want her like just to feel unfulfilled. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, that was wild, man. That's what that was that's a crazy, crazy thing. I took leave, man. You know, I took leave. Um, and it was like we had to wear the khakis, all that stuff, right? So that was that. Yeah. Um. So let me get into. So here's another thing happened to me this week, right? Uh, I'm walking across, like I, I, yeah, I've been going to the gym like a whole lot, yeah. right? I know you've been, I know you've been seeing it, yeah. You know, in, in the watch, right? Yeah. So I leave the gym and like now my and it's like I was doing a tour a day, right? So my mind is is messed up, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But I see this. Uh, I, I'm crossing the street, right? So I'm in the middle of the street. And I see this officer, right? Well, I'm trying to figure out if it's an officer, uh, a chief, or a uh, uh, you know, junior enlisted. They got the end dubs on. So, you know, you got to like kind of like squint to like make it out mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm looking and I'm looking hard, right? And then I, so I noticed I, a, a, at some point I do notice the officer and I'm like, all right. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm like, I got to salute him. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right. I'm you know, when I get across the street. Make sure I salute this dude. Because that's one of the things I like, you know, I honor and pride myself in making sure I'm saluting officers. So I'm like, you know, if it's one thing that I don't want to do, it's not salute an officer when I, you know, see them. So as I finally figure out like, okay, he an officer, I'm going to salute him. I hear on the left of me, senior, right? (laughs) Like that's what I hear. Like, right? That's all I hear is Senior. It's a full bird captain, like that I ain't noticed. Because oh. I was too busy. <laughs> yo, I was too busy looking at this other dude, right? That I ain't noticed the full bird captain. He's like senior. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. I popped tall and salute him, right? Now look though, he was with his wife, right? So like, like, you know, he probably walk around the base like, yo, you know, I'm the man out here. Like mm-hmm. he just, like, you know what I'm saying? He with his wife. Like, so he probably like. You know, and she probably been seeing it like, oh, damn, oh you know, these yeah. people, you're they salute you and they walk past. Mm. Meanwhile, little old senior chief just about to walk right by you. Like, nah. not
1: today. <laughs> I'm
0: days. telling you, it was so sharp. He was like, senior? Yeah. Like, man. who the fuck do you think you are that you're not about yeah, to salute man. me? Not going to walk by You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> I got to make sure time. I have a good night tonight. I'm going to have a good night yeah. tonight. <laughs>
0: got your old lady and they walking, they was walking through. He was an older captain too, man. Um, I felt so bad. Like, I almost wanted to turn around like, hey, sir, you know, I ain't mean to like not yeah. salute you. I was too busy looking at the other officer that I didn't even <laughs> notice you walking past me. But I felt like that was going to be too much and I was yeah. going to look super crazy or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, the way he hit me with that c yeah, <laughs> bro, I felt, like a, a, I felt like I was an E-1 again. Mm. I remember I was an E-1 and I was walking around. I had both headphones in my ear and this like you know, now that I'm older and I realize he was like, he was an ensign or whatever. I'm still an officer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was an ensign and he, he chopped me down the size. Mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> he chopped me down the sides. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and it's crazy for me to see a chief thinking like, yo, did this captain like, you know, like look at my ball cap to see what command I'm from? Cause like, he want to tell somebody that like, I ain't salute him. And I hope he know. I mean, if you listen to the pie, I'm sure you don't. Right. But if you listen to the pie, sir, I'm sorry, man. I was too busy looking at the lieutenant commander that I forgot to uh, look at you and, and salute you. So that was the first one. Right. So here's the second one. Right. Um, this ain't really something that happened, but this like a question. Um how do you feel when you gotta correct somebody about? Yo, yeah, I'm so glad we finished talk about the Megpom stuff, yeah, man. We, we got have some good stuff now. to talk yeah, about.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> got some good stuff to talk about. Like so, like when you when you gotta correct somebody about your rank, your, your your rate and your rank. I mean, when is the last time you had to correct somebody about your rate or rank? Is
1: it? How, do you do that often? I don't. But I I look, dude. Like I I be on the ship, and you know I, I still got to end up the old style little tag right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I be called a chief a lot, but I don't. I don't go out my way to correct them though. Why not? I don't know, man. Just not like, and I even tell them like some. So most of the time though, they correct themselves. They see me from from a distance, and they be like, "Hey, good morning, chief. Oh, my bad, seeing chief." I be like, "Are you good, man? You know what I mean?" I just, yeah, yeah. I don't go out my way to correct them, but most of the time they correct themselves. I ain't that type of dude. Like, hey, hey, should make. You know what I mean? I ain't going to made of it, Like, you know yo, I'm mean? a senior chief. Yeah. I,
0: I, I'm a senior yeah, yeah. chief.
1: Get it right. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. Ah, Get it right. I, I ain't going to go that far, man. I ain't going to go that far. Or maybe so, yeah, I, what I have done before, like, if they say, you know, what's up, chief? And I might be like, you know, hit him with the point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I keep walking, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know how you just doing things like, 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 I'm telling you, like, like me, dude, I don't even like pay attention to it as much. And I'm not doing it as, yeah. as being arrogant or a, or or ass yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, nah, it just as nah. I'm walking, we I'm smiling and in they, good morning, I'm like good morning, and they saying like whatever. And I just like mm, let's keep it going, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Because they yeah, ain't yeah. paying attention cool. to it at all anyway. Just like I'm not yeah. really locked in on what you're doing. You're probably not locked in on what I'm what I got going on. So I'm just like mm, give them a little point real quick. And they be like oh sorry, yeah. see ya. And we and it, and and it just that quick, just that smooth, man. I, and easy day, man. I, and I always and I do I mean, it most of the time. I do it to like mess with sailors though. Not to just like to be a, you know, be a be a ass about it. Just mess with sailors, man. All right. So check it out. So
0: I've been getting called the wrong rate a lot, right? Oh no. I don't care. Whoa. I don't care. Right, 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 yeah, right, right. Okay. So I don't care when people say, call me like chief or whatever, right? Uh I don't like when people call me sir, though. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. that. Like. It's like the civilian. I work with a bunch of civilians. It's like, they always say, sir. It's like, just in the military. Like, you, I don't, for some reason, it just feels weird. Yeah. And I don't know. It feel like I'm like an imposter or something. Like, like yo, I'm not, I'm not, sir. You know, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But like, I've been getting called the wrong rate a lot. Right. So for instance, you know, on duty, I had duty last week mm-hmm. and I relieved the HMC. You know what I mean? And then we got to talk to like regional operations center. And when they emailing me, they calling me HMC as well as if, you know, I'm a HMC, right? Now in the same HMC has been calling me a ET, uh, you know, ETCS, right? Mm-hmm. E.T., right? And, um, and like... Sometimes I don't really be caring, but it's like <laughs> other people see it, right? Other people see it, they be like, "Oh, you an ET man," you know, like other. They already you know knew you like, an EM, like, right? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like my CM, even like so. I got like even when I got picked like the run the season when they put the, like my name out to like every chief in the region, right? It was the wrong rate. Right. So my CMC, he was like, oh man, like, when did you become like a, a, a LS? I forgot what rate it was, but it was just wrong. Right. <laughs> he was like, when did you become a LS man? I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, everybody, they get my, my rate wrong, man. You know, and I'm super, so I'm super serious about names, not my name. But if somebody was mispronouncing your name, for instance, I would be like, yo, his name is Damon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I my name is all right, but I feel like I'm the defender of everybody that name. I know yeah. else's name, right? But so I've been trying to get this school scheduled, right? And I've been talking to this uh to this uh LS one, right? Cool, real cool L S one, like dope dope. But um I I um he been calling me an ETCS. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out to Rich Segovia, L E I know, but um I don't want to be called no E.T., man. You know what I mean? I used to work with them, too. You know, I love them,
1: but I ain't trying to be Why? called Why? I mean, is ET. It, what I'm kind of issue? Email. I mean, besides, besides the rank, it's not your rate. it? Is, is it anything rate. else? It ain't, it ain't my rate. I, but that's it, I'm though, right? It's not your rate. Not because you know of what I'm saying? nothing else, though, right?
0: But it's like this, right? So he'd been calling me an E.T. And then when I email him back, I'll keep saying E.M.C.S., Right. Now he a cool, he a cool LS, like he cool, right? He, he, well, he's a cool, he's a cool guy, right? He about to retire stuff like that. He, he real cool. But I was like, all right, I'm going to have to tell him that, you know, I'm an EM, right? I'm going to have to tell him that I'm an EM. And I knew, <laughs> and I knew like, it's like pretentious, like, I, I, like, but it's like, that's probably the wrong word. But it's like, I know like, it's going to be like, I'm like standing on top of like a mountain. <laughs> I'm with EM, you Look know Look down. Mean? Like, yeah, it, it it don't even mean that, right? But it's just like I just want you to call me like the right, you yeah. know, rates, right? So I was like, man, and that's why I don't like correcting people cuz I know they look at it yeah. like,
1: oh.
0: They look at it like oh. like I'm yeah. defining my <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, oh. yeah like I'm defining <laughs> myself in my rate and <laughs> rank. So you know, I I finally did it though. I was like, hey, you know, I'm, um, you know, I'm
1: EM CS. It's like you said. You know I mean, I mean dude, like, how did you start it off though? Did you like, like you, you like? <laughs> <laughs> it was,
0: it was an email. No, no. I even put LOL. You know when oh, you like it, when was it email when it gosh, ain't gosh. funny, but you want it to seem funny. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, it's like yo. You know, I'm a e, I'm a EM. Yeah, yeah. LOL or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he was it was kind of one of those back.
1: like e, like 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 email tough guys. That's like, that's probably how he felt, right? Oh, this old email tough guy right here.
0: No, no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't do the tough guy on the email. I'm super humble on the email. I I, I do, man. I'm super humble on the email. I'd rather see, you know, you face to face and yeah. us have a real, like on, on some real, like serious, I'd rather us have a real conversation. But I would never do that with yeah, him. Yeah. I would I do definitely. that with Khaki. But yeah. um, but when I emailed him, you know, I was like, yo, it's, EM, it's EMCS, LOL, you know. He emailed me back. Oh, my bad. (laughs) E M C S. And I'm not
1: surprised yeah, though, dude. Yeah, I'm not he's surprised. He like, my bad. I'm
0: like, yo, you cannot <laughs> correct somebody on your rank, man. I mean, on your rank, uh, man. That's you just too funny, can't. Man. like that's too you funny. just gotta take you it. You're right, man. though, man.
1: Automatically, <laughs> like, like auto, and I, you know what? That's the main reason why I don't. I just let him make it. Yeah, just that's let the him only make reason. it, man. <laughs> that's, oh, he's so arrogant. He's this
0: senior. Yeah, that's the only reason I'll correct people. And I I know we got like some older. You know, sellers so like probably that, listen, like, oh, I would have gotten that LS1 ass yeah. if you sent me that. Oh, yeah. LS1's cool, man. LS1's cool. Plus, I need him to come teach my, I need him to come teach the school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's super cool. He cool, man. Yeah. He about to retire. He a real good dude. Got a lot of respect for him too, man. He doing a lot outside of the Navy. That's super impressive. So That's good stuff. And I'm sure he just going to transition right out to that stuff. So shout out to him, LS1. I don't want to say LS1 name right now, but shout out, shout out to you. <laughs> All right, let's so look. So another thing that I was doing, right? And I want to talk about this. I was on TikTok, right? Um so somehow I scrolled past like a military a seller. I I scrolled past a seller and they was talking about like how it they, she was giving like a testimony how it don't matter what you post on military TikTok is you always going to have somebody that say something whether it's about your uniform your hairstyle, oh, you shouldn't be doing that on a ship. Oh, this, that, that, right? That's what she was saying, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh shit, it's a military TikTok. Mm. I was like, yo, let me check that out, you know. So I was on military TikTok. I wound up being on military TikTok for like forty minutes to like an hour, right? Mm. And I'm gonna say this: my assessment on military TikTok is that military TikTok is a hundred times better. Than military Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my assessment. Military TikTok, because TikTok is a bunch of young, beautiful people having fun, dancing, joking, yeah. saying like audio bits that other people said yeah. the way that they want to say it in their expression. That's all yeah. it is. Facebook is a bunch of people sharing their dumbass opinions about. Things that matters, none to them about people that care. None about it's kind of like a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a podcast. Like, so yeah, but military Facebook is not it, man.
1: Yeah, I it's not, man. You know, I gotta go look at military TikTok now, man, because I thought I thought you was, was talking about some military tick, just some military TikToks. You know what I mean? Not an actual TikTok page. I gotta go check that out now, man.
0: No, no, no. It's a hashtag. It's a hashtag. Okay, okay. So if you look up, like, so if you if you put the hashtag in uh, military TikTok or whatever, you are just gonna see a bunch of sellers. Okay, like who who use that hashtag on their post? Yeah, but they post military stuff, and it like, man, I'm telling you, like, I felt like it's it's like at the the uh, DDG one thousand, the EMs on there. Um, they got a page. And it's like, man, I, I, like they don't like they's like on the switchboards. They was like doing some stuff, you know? Now yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we wouldn't want, you know, what the Navy wouldn't want like outsiders to see. Um, but, uh, they were like, you know, it wasn't, I didn't see anything that was like, Oh man, you shouldn't like, like somebody in sets or something like that. Right. It was just people doing stuff like batteries and stuff like that and P waves. But I'm like, yo, this is funny, man. And it, it felt good. And it, remind, it made me feel like I was on a ship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I'm going to say this, right? I'm going to go back to something that, the Mick, that, that Mick Pond said in his uh, speech. Uh, well, when he went to talk to the crew, he was talking about it not being water on um, the ship and him walking past a high ranking officer. I want to say a commander or department. I forgot what it was, but the officer had a towel. Um, uh, around his shoulder or whatever like that. And he was like, well, what you doing? And the officer was like, man, I had to go from, you know, over my side of the ship to over here because it ain't no damn water on my side of the ship. Right. And he was like using that as like a nostalgic moment that like he'll remember it was funny. It was lighthearted, you know, stuff like that. And I can't lie, man, like watching the military TikToks and stuff, they put me in that mold, man. To me, it's not too many feelings better than my greatest feelings of camaraderie on a ship underway.
1: Yeah. I you agree. know, I don't know about you. No, I, I agree with that, to man. Me, I agree with, especially when it comes to, you know, in that the day in, day out type stuff, man, day in, day out type stuff, man, you, you'd be surprised on the things that people come up with, the things that we are doing on a daily basis and the things that, that, being in those meetings, thinking like, what in the hell we doing right now, man? Like, you know, all that stuff, man. It, 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 what what am I... <laughs> the things that I have done on a ship that I'll probably never do again in my life, man, like, and I'm always thinking like,
0: why am I doing this again?
1: What the hell is yeah. this shit? But yeah, it's good stuff,
0: man. Yeah, man. And, and like, you know, it was a, co- we did it, We it was a COVID, you know, deployment and stuff like that. So that side of things was different, but like, for instance, remember we had like, uh, you were still here for this. We had like a string of like Charlie fires and combat system spaces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like one of the departments was at fault for this. I'm not going to say who it was yeah. combat. <laughs> but combat, yeah. but, um, so, uh, Hey, combat. Like, I love y'all, man. I didn't threw y'all out twice, man. And I know somebody from combat going to kill me. One of me, I know E.T., I, I already know who going to hit me up. Like, hey, see ya, you got one more thing to say about combat. <laughs> and I'm going to get at your ass, right? But look, so we had a string of Charlie Fires, right? Yeah. And I remember it starting to be like, oh, right? E.M. two. Oh, he, for some reason, oh, was like, always like the fastest person like on the scene, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, I can't lie, man. Like, like some of my favorite moments was like getting to the scene and like EM1 being like, yo, chief, like back up, like get away. Like we got this, like, like this, you know, and then we'd be joking about it, you know, oh, would be like, yo, I'm the fastest, boom, boom, boom. Like me and O like, for instance, like me and O racing to see who could open up the uh who go open up the power pedals faster. You know, and I let O win. You know, I a couple let him of them. win. It was one, man. It was one, you know, but you know, O should have speed. He should have speed. He's young, a young a guy. Young, you know young, what I mean? Young I definitely I definitely didn't let him win. He got that one fair and square, you know what I mean? But uh it's probably because I was too busy listening to him. But we was, you know, we like, you know, like open up like it's so much fun. Like so much fun on the ship, man. Yeah. Um, even like fun on the mess and stuff like that. And just military TikTok, uh, and I feel like I wanted to take a second to do that, uh, to, to kind of just talk about what I do love about this. You know what I mean? That camaraderie, uh, talking, laughing, joking, that shit, man. I, I work with civilians now, and I, um, I really like a lot of the civilians. Um, it's just not a lot of moments like that. You know, you go to work, and you working. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go to work, work you go on your cubicle, you go in your office, and you do work. In the Navy, um, we could be doing like Unrep, for instance, you know, and a great moment could come out of that. You know what I mean? Like a, a, a super fun, we playing music. They got, somebody got the bad music playing. Somebody got the music they want people to hear playing or whatever. And it was just like, you know, I say all that to say like military TikTok gave me those feelings. Again. Mm. Like, yo, I'm on a ship. You know, you got to find the right, you know, videos. Now let's talk military Facebook. I know you're a little bit familiar with military Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we saw military Facebook in high gear (laughs) this week that just passed, right? Yeah, military Facebook is not my favorite place.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, it's not my favorite place. Yeah, I mean, because it ain't really talking about too much, man. Like, really, like, I mean, you got some bits and pieces here and there, but most of the time, military Facebook is, they they trying to be educational on some shit when, but. Nah. And then when they do try to be funny about something, man, just sometimes it just don't hit the mark, man. I need you guys to step your your military Facebook game up, man. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a lot of good stuff. So I don't want to take away the good stuff. Like we just talked to Ask the Chiefs uh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. last week. Yeah. It's a lot of good
0: pages. It's you know, a lot of good pages. We on there private, So you know what I'm saying? Public. It's
1: a little bright spot, man. We on there, man.
0: But yeah, it's a lot of good, it's a lot of good pages. Um, but uh It's just that when people get to these debates, man, um, on social media, period, you know, that stuff be just, you know, kind of turning me off. So, but that leads me to my question, though. Do you think that we see in a generational gap? Oh, we talked, so we did an episode about dinosaurs before. uh, But this is a kind of like a part two to that conversation. You think it's a generational gap that's like bigger than like, Like, more noteworthy than before?
1: I'm going to say no. In my opinion, I I really think it is, but I'm going to say no just for what I'm thinking right now, man. And what I'm thinking right now is I'm one of those guys that I think that's bridging the gap between the old Navy and the new Navy, right? And I'm saying that because... My mindset is sometimes be like, I don't care. We about to get this done this way right now, boom, boom, boom. Right. But now mm-hmm. I'm that guy that's starting to, to, to change a little bit and adapt to it a little bit. Be like, you know what? Those guys may have a better idea on how to do this. So I feel like I'm that I'm one of the guys that, is that bridge between it a little bit. You know what I mean? Right in that, right in that little range. Um, but at the same time, I want to say, Yes, because sometimes I'm way off, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. I'm way out of tune on some of the things that's going on too, though. So uh, but trust and believe this generation has no problem with informing me on how far off I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, but I don't know, man. What do you think?
0: It's crazy, man. As progressive that I think I am, it's been a lot of times that, like, I'll be talking to sellers, right? And and a lot of times I'm listening, right? But they'll tell me something, you know? And such and such, such and such, boom, boom senior. And I'm like, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I might ask that question, like, damn, y'all, like, you know, that upsets you for real? Like, that's an issue? And they like, yeah, senior, it is, you know? And I'm like, damn, like, and that, that used to happen to me, like, every day, damn near. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it was... It's just different, you know, it's just different um, thoughts. It's yeah. just a lot of different thoughts. Like, dude, I used to walk so many places, right? So I my, I had a, was my license suspended? I forgot. Like, but I, I had a vehicle, but I couldn't drive it. I forgot why, right? Um, and I'm not lying. I just, I really forgot why. Like, I don't remember why I couldn't drive it. I remember getting a ticket in Florida. And then I remember buying a car. I didn't have insurance or something like that. Right. I know, I, I know I didn't have insurance, but I used to like walk and take like public transportation, like just almost everywhere. Right. So like my time, like my trips would be like, be like, it's in Norfolk too. So it's like a three hour trip. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I had a roommate who had a car and I remember one day, like just being so pissed. Um, cause I had, it was like raining. I had to take like two buses and you know, one of my friends called me, like, where you at, man? Like, we trying to go out later. I'm like, yo, I'm on such and such bus, you know, about to get off at such and such station. He says, it's raining outside. What you going to do? I was like, yeah, man, I got a transfer. He's like, yo, I'm going to come get you. I get home and my boy, because and that's going from Norfolk to Virginia Beach, my, my roommate, who was my friend, he's like, hey, man, like, how come, like, why are you getting home so late? I was like, dude, I had to walk, boom, 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 boom he was like, why well, you ain't just like ask me for a ride? You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo shit. I'm like, yeah, you right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and our thought process was different because my thought process is if I have a car and we roommates, you know, I'm probably just going to offer it. Right. And that's my thought process, but his thought process is not wrong either. You know what I mean? Like his thought process was, was not wrong. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like. All I'm saying is like in saying that it's like I used to go through that a lot, like a lot of walking, man. Like I don't know too many people that's trying to go through all that, like what I used to like what I used to have to deal with, like as a young seller. So I sit here and I listen to like sellers and they like, you know, talk about like their plight as like young sellers. And some of it I know I don't really understand it, you know, but I'm able to listen to it and I know I can't assess it. Like I can't like minimize it or say it's not like plight. You know what I mean? Because it's a different plight. Like we not in in from the same uh, generation, and it's on par with the same plights as somebody of their age group that's not in the military or whatever. Like uh, like we talked a while ago about like the twenty five thousand dollar bonus, and we talked about like that is a tool to get people in. Like like it's. I just read an article, and I, I hate like citing things, but I just saw an article that said like. We need people like the military yeah. period yeah. needs people. So that's like, you know, a bridge from what we, you know, what we were talking about. So I, I, I think I do think that it's a. Uh, some of these topics we have kind of heavy, but I, I do think that is a generational gap. Man, I think it's a general generational gap. And I think it's big. I think it's big. Um, I think we still got people in now that's been in for 28 years, something like 30 years. And they have a way that they see the world. Mm hmm. In a way that they see the Navy, yeah, right? And a part of the way they see the Navy is bridged off of the way that they see the world and the way that they saw the world when they entered into the Navy and the way that they were introduced to the customs of whatever the Navy looked like then. Then we got another generation that sees the world a completely different way. Yeah, You know, like I know it's some uh, people that's in their 20s that probably never... Looked at an encyclopedia Yeah You know Because you got Google
1: You're right man You know
0: what I that's mean You got crazy, Google You really right. don't need An encyclopedia I, I, You know right?
1: That's crazy You bring that up man Like I only remember Like Did every Every house I used to walk to Back in Mississippi Had encyclopedias had encyclopedias in it Like Everything had encyclopedias in it. Yeah. yeah
0: Whether you open it up yeah. Or not You know what yeah. I mean Like we had the encyclopedias At my grandma house And then we also had The Nature uh, The National Geographic books That had the animals yeah. Right so we had the encyclopedias and we had the book on the animals. If we had to go research something, we had to find it in an encyclopedia. Yeah. That was now think about it like when we are thinking about today's like person, not just seller, right? But think of, think about a 15-year-old back then who has a question, right? They got a question. They can't like they they can't just Easily access this answer, right? So, like, you got a thought in your head. Let's say you think about something in school or you got a project, whatever. You got to catch the bus or get on the school bus, whatever you're doing, get home, go in, like, for the alphabet of whatever you're looking up, go find it in a damn encyclopedia. Mark it, look it up, most likely write it down because you ain't about to mess up mm-hmm. the encyclopedia. You ain't about to highlight, highlight <laughs> no encyclopedia. We ain't never, we never messed up the encyclopedia. Yeah. But yeah. you have your answer. Probably four to five hours after you had your question. Yeah. That was work. That's taxing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like where we might not have thought that back then, like that's the generation like that we can. So I was the end of that generation, right? Mm-hmm. But we might not have thought that, but that's taxing. You got to wait. That takes time. That takes a lot of shit. Whereas today's 15 year old, if they have a question, they could literally Google the answer. And that's it. It ain't no work. It ain't no more work. They ain't got to find a page. They ain't got to find a letter. They ain't got to write nothing down. They could literally Google it. And now if they want, they could like just copy it and paste it somewhere else that they want to take it to. Yeah.
1: That's crazy, man. You're right, man. I remember the encyclopedia. I remember getting my first phone, man. And the only thing you was doing is freaking calling. You know what I mean? It was just, yeah. just making a phone call. You wasn't, you weren't texting. You wasn't doing all that old stuff we could do with a phone now. So yeah, you're right, man. That, that is that's crazy to even think about, man. I remember if 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 you didn't have the the encyclopedia at home, you probably you had to get it out of that textbook. If that textbook didn't have it, you was, you you didn't have it, man. But right. I do I do say this though, I feel like like um all homes back back in the day though you had a freaking thing of encyclopedias, man. Seems like everybody yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. had some encyclopedias. So
0: remember rotary phones. Remember yeah, rotary phones.
1: Yeah. I bet kids don't even know what rotary phones are right now, man.
0: Not just adults. It's adults, adults in this world crazy. now that don't know what a rotary phone yeah, is. Yeah, man. That's crazy. So and th- think about a rotary phone. Yeah. Now you pick up a phone, right? You pick up a phone, right? You put this horn to your ear mm. and you have to, you have to hear a dial tone. Yeah. Right? Before you start yeah. dialing, you got to hear, if you don't hear a dial tone, you got to push something in mm-hmm. and like, till you hear it. And then you put your finger in a circle and then you spin that thing. On that number, you know, yeah, uh, like the, well, you put your finger at the number. number you want, yeah. and then you spin it, and then you go again, and then you go again. And I think at, at some point numbers were like only seven digits, like w- like in, if you lived in the city, you ain't had to go out ten. Um, I remember that, but um, and my grandma used to have a rotary phone, um, but like that's work that takes time. That's damn near like two minutes, like a minute to two minutes before your phone call is even like processed, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. So when I'm thinking about like, and that's why I'm thinking like you, like, it's kind of hard to compare, um, patience, time, even like things like resilience, because it's different. It takes a whole lot of them resilience to have a question and it's got to take you four hours to find it because you got to get home and yeah. get, you know, get the, and that's me speaking about resilience and jest, but that, that, that takes a lot of time and patience and thought where somebody else, they got these answers at the palm of their hands, bro. Yeah. Like. You know, and I know this is a topic that, like, people might think is kind of, like, stupid. But remember how hard it used to be as a young child to, like, adult movies, right? You know what kind of movies I'm talking about? Like, adult movies. You could you could look them up on your phone. These kids could look these up on their phone. Back in the day, they had to get purchased, hidden somewhere, probably watched on mute. Yep. Um, you got to put them back. Like maybe they was like in your uncle's like drawer or something. You got to put it back exactly how you found it. Like you got to sneak nobody home. Like kids could literally like look this stuff up. It's on Twitter. Yeah. easy. You know what I mean? So easy, easy access. But, um, yeah, so I do think it's a generation gap and I don't know if, uh, I don't know what middle ground is. I don't know what middle ground looks like yet, yeah. you know, but the craziest thing is the younger seller that's the 21 year old seller today is going to be 35 in 14 years. And it's going to be a generational gap. Again, it's going to be a 21 year old that looks at life extremely different than they, you know, did yeah. that grew up with like VR that grew up in like a VR world. And VR world. You know what and I mean? VR
1: shit is already getting crazy, man. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, you got people like instituting like safe zones in VR, like, yo, you can't come near me type stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that stuff is crazy, man. Um, Easy, easy, easy thought, right? Beards on shore duty, right? I saw a little op-ed or a little article about like somebody saying like, and I know we talked about beards. That was like one of our first topics we ever talked about. Probably the first topic we ever talked about, period, was beards. But what's your thoughts on about beards on shore duty?
1: You know, on the top of my head, why not? You know, right? And, and and I'm saying it. Why not? And I'm saying it because of the fact of one of the biggest reasons why we don't have them on sea duty. The first thing, which is, I don't know. I mean, I did see a write up about it, so I didn't say it's not true. But I did see about the you know the seals on the on your mask and all this type of stuff. Guess what? You ain't worry about that shit on shore duty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's not the the reason why uh, you can't do it. And what else? It's just another initiative. It's another one of those things too. It could be, man, people. Um, uh, you will have to have some type of, you know, course trim and all this type of stuff. You don't want to be like a wild man and then like that wild person. But um, I don't see nothing wrong with it, man. I really like yeah. I'm seeing these guys now and I don't grow, you know, and I don't, you know, I, don't, I ain't had no issues with 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 beers and having having to grow and have problems with, you know, the stuff to have a beard. But these guys look a whole lot cleaner, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean yeah, they look sure, they're looking a whole lot cleaner, man. We you walk with them beers and it's wild and everything is like growing out and stuff, and yeah, yeah. But now, man, these these guys are looking looking clean, man. So I don't see an issue with it, man. That's my opinion, man.
0: hundred percent. It's so I do want to say I did find the article I was talking about. It says sluggish military recruiting worries, Congress. Lawmakers on Wednesday voice serious concerns that recent military recruiting difficulties may be an omen of sizable personnel shortfalls in coming years unless Defense Department leaders can make major changes, you know? And that brings me back to my question again that I asked that I'm really not looking for an answer for, but what does the military look like? Uh, Namely the Navy, because that's where we are in 20 years. What does it look like? What is it? What does it look like? Um, But um, beers on shore duty, I'm with you. Like, why not? You know, why not, man? And it's crazy. Like this, again, like, like I never even thought about it. Like, 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 that's something like, I don't even know if people ever even really thought about, we know why we can't do it on C-Duty, but why yeah, not show duty? Why not? Let's, let's do it. Um, I was going to talk about harp duty cause the new nav admin came out. Um, but I'm not going to talk about harp duty. Um, I will, uh, talk about this one thing here. Uh, what's a weakness of yours, right? Um, that that's hard to change that you, that you have a hard time changing.
1: Um, navy related. I'm gonna say navy work related. I'm say work related. Okay, one of the biggest, the one of the things that I I think is gonna be hard to change, man, is like, um, staying at work because somebody else staying at work. <laughs> you I know what I mean? It's like, like, like my work. You like you not, compete? Not competing, about, not like competing. Not competing. My boss say my boss is uh-huh. at work. Right? He's working. Boom, boom. I'm gonna be at work also just because they're there. Like, say, for example, you could be a department head or you could be somebody else, and the CEO and XO still at work, right? You may stay there just because your work could be done. What you plan on doing that day can be done, but I'm still here because my boss is here. You know what I mean? I think, and, Mm -hmm. and, and most of the time, it's one of those weaknesses for me when I'm on a ship, though, mostly. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like, okay, you know, whoever, I'm I'm in in charge of me or whatever. I'm like, okay, man, they still here, shit. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be chilling too. I'm gonna go do something else. I'm gonna find something else to do just because, you know, my, my chief engineer may be still here. Or whatever the case may be. But I feel like that's kinda hard for people too though. Even my junior sailors might be like that. I don't know or not, but maybe the DC one be like, man, senior's still here, shit. I might wanna be here. And I think it's kind of one of my weaknesses when it comes to, to navy and working anyway.
0: Yeah, I think I think what the one I'm gonna talk about right now is I think uh taken too much into consideration too many times. Um, like hearing out, I was just talking to uh somebody about mm-hmm. it. Well, like everybody knows now, but I was uh because we talked to him in an episode, but I was talking to GSE one the other day. Um he, you know, we were talking about uh, something that had to do with uh the drug, the urinalysis program and stuff like that. Yeah. But I was just talking about like uh like leadership and like kind of knowing when like case-by-case basis might not be the best approach, right? And um, I'll be having a hard time with that, right? Like just knowing when to just draw the line. Because draw the line means that, like, to me, draw the line means, and somebody, somebody could definitely, like, correct me when I'm wrong, if I'm wrong. But to me, draw the line means, like, this is it. This is how it is. I don't care about this case or this case. This is how it is, right? So more defined, somebody told me a story about this captain who like, he was like, yo, if you late, this is your consequence, right? Um, And um, he held everybody to that, right? It didn't matter what their story was. They could have had a legitimate story. They could have had a bad story, but he held them to that same thing. And it was because it was a whole lot of latenesses. And then eventually what happened was it wasn't no more latenesses at all. Like nobody was late um, because he held everybody to that same standard. Or whatever. So I I think for me, um, I give a lot of consideration to so our our, our thing was about like the drug program and like a seller pop positive and they like uh they mistakenly like ingested like drugs or whatever like that. And I was and we were talking about like, you know, cause you could you can do that now and then like on a case by case basis, you don't have to get kicked out. You know, it's not like how it was Um, where like you, like, where if like, if you took a drug, it's like, no questions asked, like boom, boom, boom. Like people can ask certain questions and they can figure out it was a mistake, you know? But I was just talking about like one of the, for me, one of the hardest parts about like, like being a leader is knowing when like to say like, all right, some of y'all not going to like this. Some of y'all going to get fucked by this decision that I make, but I have to make it and I got to stick with it, you know? Well, but senior, I got to do this. So I got to do that. You know, it's like, damn. Yeah, that's
1: you hard. That's, that's, like, that's, that's, that is hard, man.
0: Yeah, because it's like people going, like, for instance, um, I remember being a first class and I had I had said something, like, to my division. I'm like, all of us got to, and I hope somebody that, like, I was with when I first made first uh, kind of, like, helps me with this. But I was like, yo, all of us got to do this, except for her because she's in college, Right? And I got so much backlash for that, right? They like, you're giving her favoritism. Now, mind you, she was in school for the same, she was in the same school as me for the same thing as me, right? <laughs> right, right. But it was like, you giving her favoritism because she in college and y'all both into film and all of this. And I'm like, no, but she's in college. So she literally can't like, you know, be able to do this. Cause she, I know she has a class and I know she got an assignment due, you know? And then that's when like people started coming out the woodwork with the <laughs> shit that they had to do. Well, the, <laughs> my dog, you know, got like a crazy yeah, diet, okay, f- f- yeah. diet schedule. So it's like, damn man, you know? So it's like, all right, I'm going to take on your dog. You know? All right, I got you, your dog, boom, boom, boom. You know? So then the next person like, well, I'm supposed to be getting like a mattress delivered, you know, at boom, 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 time. <laughs> so at the end of the day, now it's just me and like two people <laughs> with all the tunes like, yo. And they like, and they like. well, I ain't had nothing. I ain't had nothing either. I'm like, well, such and such had the dog. Such and such had the mattress. Such and such had the school. Such and such, they like to only eat dinner at such and such time. Such and such had to go to church on such and such day. So here we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, that's, I think that's one of my yeah, biggest that's, that's, uh, weaknesses yeah.
1: that. It's hard too though, man. It's hard to draw the line. You know, like, like you especially when it comes to disciplining people. Like anytime we come to discipline, it's hard to draw that line, cause you be, you yeah, can have yeah, you I'm can have not, this yeah. shit hot sailor, <laughs> he show up late. You can have this dirt bag show up late, man. It could be different <laughs> it's a different vibe, man. But, but but it's how for you take it. And I mean, you you wanna you wanna speak and say the same language, but it, it's not the same.
0: I don't. Yo, so it's crazy because so like the weirdest thing right with me is it don't even matter the difference in the sellers. Like I'm going to listen to whatever story they got. You know what I'm saying? And everybody has a story. I want sellers to know this shit, man, you know, are just people to notice everybody got a damn story. Everybody got a reason for everything. You know what I mean? Like everybody has a reason. Right. So it's like, and I start listening to the reason and it's all like, you know, senior man. I come from a single family household and, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I do too. You know, they start tugging at my heartstrings. i was just having some issues at home and, you know, I had way too much to drink and I didn't want to come to work. And you guys see me like that because I got so much respect for you, senior. And I'm like, damn, yeah, you're right. It was a good decision for you to come four hours late. That probably was the best thing. Hey, as a matter of fact, just get with the LPO and let's kind of figure out why we won't do this again. And I'm going to just ball up this counseling mm. shit, man. But the next time you come late, I don't care what the <laughs> excuse is. What? Happened? And then they come late again. <laughs> senior man. You know, the car. You know, so my wife put me
1: out. Oh, and no, I had to take her man. car.
0: Mm. It's like, you know, the story I told you the last time I was late. It got worse. You know, it's like, (laughs) fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? So I do have a hard time with that, like drawing a line in that regard. Yeah, man. All right. uh, All right. So I just got, like I said, I got my midterm recently, right? Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of talking and talking to people I respect and people I, you know, got an admiration for, right? So I got a question. I'm going to ask the question, then I'm going to get a backfill on it. My question is this, if we can't choose our tours, right? And that's to an extent, because some people can and stuff like that. Why do they hold so much weight on our advancement, right? So I wanted to ask this question, like, with a guest or whatever. But um, I say all that to say um, that, like, uh, you know, am I talking and getting, like, mentorship and guidance? I'm at that point where I'm at, like, a crossroad where I'm kind of being told, like, yo, it's time for you to make a choice on what you want to do right? Because we got to tell her your evaluations. We got to tell her like your career now to like where you want to go. Right. So if you want to go like command SEL, we need to start focusing on what a eval for that will look like. Mm -hmm. If you want to go warrant, we need to start writing your eval to what like a warrant will look like, whatever. Right. If you want to go, uh, CCS full time, if you want to go 3MC, whatever, um, but it's also like this. It don't matter how well you do here, right? An ad co-tour is not going to get you like no skin in the game for Master Chief. You know, that kind of thought process, right? And I've been told that before and I kind of dismissed it. Like, like man, I'm going to work, I'm going to bust my ass and I'm going to get what I feel like my work deserves me to get, right? So I do always feel like that. But then I also think like this: Why the hell would AdCo even be available for me if it's going to hurt my chances to become a master chief? You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, why is it even like? Why am I doing this then? Like, 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 like if, if if this like if I've been doing like if in my career I've been uh, accomplishing things and like uh, successfully maneuvering through the Navy, why is this roadblock then inserted? That's just like, now I got no hope. Like, yo, you probably won't ever be a Master Chief because you was an ad mm. You know what I mean? Uh, you might have to do, you, you're going to have to go back and do another. It don't matter if you're number one here. It don't matter if you're number one here. You can run a season. You can be Chief Master President. You can do whatever you want to do here on shore. And I remember being told this as a first class um, coming off shore duty. And I was coming off a number one EP. And I don't like talk about the EPs and stuff that much. But I was coming off a number one EP. And I was up for chief and uh, a senior chief that I love and respect. He was like, and I think we talked about it, but he was like, yo, you're not going to get selected as a chief coming off a of number one EP on shore duty, like at the Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get selected as a chief. Like it ain't going to happen. No. Like, like, You know what I'm like? Well, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> like, 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 you know, why not? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, Did you make? I didn't get selected. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. That next, the next year I got picked up. Coming off just a regular, it was. I think it was still an EP, but I, I, you know, I got picked up coming off just a regular eval EP. You know, a TAD on a whole bunch of ships, stuff like that. Then I got picked up, but why do we? I don't know, yeah. man. I'm um, looking for like one of the one of the OGs to give me some insight on that one. Man.
1: Yeah, well, like, why I why do. We well, what I've been hearing like more and more, is like it doesn't hold as much weight on where you go, man. I'm hearing more of it's what you do when you're there, you know, and I, and and maybe that's. That's more towards sea duty than than shore duty. Um, I'm assuming it also depends on sure duty. I mean, you hang out basketball somewhere. I'm assuming it might have a little bit of effect on it. But you could be doing other things too, though. Um, but I uh, I remember though back when they used to say all the time, man, you need to take these challenging, 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 challenging after challenge yeah. pillars, And it's gonna help you get what you where you need to go. But I'm hearing more and more, man, now um it's about course your career path and, and the ladder and all this stuff but um, at the same time though it's, it's what you do when you're at, at whatever command you at. You know what I mean? Like like I I mean what, I
0: think that should be I think that should be it. Yeah. Like what you do at the command you're yeah. at. You know what I mean? But if I'm in a pool with a bunch of top snipes Yeah. Only eight people got selected for Master Chief EMs, right? Yeah. Um, And this ain't this this just me kind of talking I'm not really chasing that right now, right? Yeah. But only eight people got selected for Master Chief EMs. If six of these people are top snipes, I mean, like, and I don't have the ability to be a top snipe yeah. on shore duty. Yeah. Like. But like, my other question and, and to we you, all... my
1: other question to you about the, the EM thing, though, man, being a top snipe, what ships are you it to be a top sniper on? EMs? Yeah. None, no, no, me either. You know what I mean? But that's in my freaking ladder, and I don't even freaking know why. Yeah, it's in you know my what I mean? It's in my ladder to be with, but I'm. It's not. it. You know what I mean?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like that's the type of stuff I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. is it in the ladder? Because yeah. I mean, to t- to become a top snipe, you gotta like the top snipe gotta leave, yeah. get fired, yeah. something gotta happen, and then like they like, all right, well, you you be the top snipe. You know what I'm saying? I know a couple people that's been top snipe now for reasons like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, you know, why, why is it in the ladder? Like, I I, I don't know, man. And maybe somebody would like more, and I'm hoping that they do. Somebody with more experience and stuff could kind of yeah. give me some in- insight and thought, you know, on that, who got experience with like creating the ladders and like these kind of things. Cause I don't get it. I really don't get
1: yeah. it. You I'm know, like,
0: you. why would we put, it's discouraging too, to like somebody that's like, doing their best, in my opinion, in my thought process. It's discouraging to somebody that's doing their best to know like, all right, it's a ceiling. It's a, this is a ceiling because a detailer put me in this job.? <laughs> and now I'm not blaming the detailer. I'm just saying that like, I didn't put myself here to be like to have to deal with this ceiling. you know? Could you go back to back see? And lose your family? like You know, that's like that's like a joke, you know? That's like a joke, but it's like, yo, that's what some people be like. That's like literally what some people be like leveraging. Yeah, man,
1: for real. Like, for real. <laughs>
0: like, yo, we got back-to-back C for you, you know? Uh, what's going to happen if I go back-to-back C? Oh, nothing much, man. You're probably going to lose a whole bunch of hair, your wife, your kids, <laughs> your boat, this or that. Or you could go to short duty, you know, uh, what I'm gonna lose there. Oh, you're gonna lose like 45 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna lose a lot of stress. You're gonna gain some new friends and you're gonna learn how to make like a good barbecue kind of meal yeah. or whatever, like that. Which one do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, back to back seat is not that it's not a bad thing, like a lot of people, but it's like, damn, that's really what you gotta do to like advance, move as yeah. as fast as you know, as fast as your work. Cause some people are just good ass workers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you gotta be that good ass worker and on like burnout time <laughs> you know, or whatever like that, which is crazy to me. But I mean that's just me and my thoughts, man. I hope I hope I get some engagement on that one. Yeah. Most definitely. I would talk about the C on his exo from LCS, uh Montgomery uh getting fired, um, or whatever, but I don't want to. Yeah. Um, not because I don't. Like, not because I want to run away from that topic, but I mean, it's not like a rare occurrence. Nope. Um, you know, and that's not like because of COXO thing, but it's just not a rare occurrence for like somebody to be like doing something wrong. Everybody to know it's a little bit wrong, yeah. not to really say nothing about it. It goes unnoticed until one person says something and then a whole bunch of people like, oh, yeah, yeah, he was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah he was a little bit messed up.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Most, so. most definitely not rare, man. Like, like, uh, but I tell you this, guys, I, I, like if you if you are one of those people, man, you know, enlisted or an officer or wherever you at, man. I got this old saying back in the day, man, I used should say whatever's in the dark will eventually come to the light, man. You can only hide yeah. stuff for so long, man. you that one person, you, that one person that that you didn't say something to way back before, and he they find out. You know, it don't matter what it is, man. If it comes up, you know, stand by, man. Like, like you got to know. And then on top of that, on what they got fired for, you know, what I mean, you can't you can't hide nothing like that, man. You got to take action, and it's so much easier for a guy for a person um, in that position to take action. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so much easier, man. You ain't the friend. You ain't the homie. You ain't the, the, the girlfriend. You ain't nothing. It's just, you hear this, take the appropriate actions. So it's all, it's yeah, all to just, it, man. It's that easy.
0: Just, just do it. Yep. Just do it, man. Just do it. Um, before we talk about a movie, I want to uh, give a shout out to all the military children. Um, it's a lot that they got to endure and go through, um, we went we went to a retirement ceremony we heard that firsthand uh with a lot of these sellers a lot of these sellers children uh have to go through for like their whole life you know what i mean like if you have a kid the year you join your kids like 20 you know when you get out if you get out at 20 um if you already have a kid your kids older than that you know what i mean so um it's a lot that these kids you know that these military children got to go through yeah um, So I'm going to talk about my book real quick, right? This book I read is called Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear, right? We back to normal, normal framed episode, right? Book, hero, uh, we got the review, you know what I'm saying? But Big Magic, um, Creative Living Beyond Fear. Um, And it's about creative living. Um, It's about um, creating without... uh, a goal without a destination, without like, a, without fear, without any thoughts about anything you want out of creating, except for just the pure satisfaction of creating something. That's what it's about. Um, good book, good book, and it was definitely a book that I needed at the time that I read it. Yeah. Um, for for like the chapter that I'm in in my life and some stuff that I got going on, even outside of the podcast. Um, even with the podcast. You know what I mean? Cause I mean for like a podcast like this, um, outside of, you know, knowing that you helping people and um stuff like that, um, you know, you gotta we gotta pull things. We gotta get creative sometime, we gotta get tricky sometime, we gotta figure out things to talk about, uh figure out creative ways to you know, have those discussions and stuff like that. And then it's it's task driven, right? You edit, you, you know, you edit video, you edit sound, you try to make it sound good, look good and stuff like that. And it's free, you yeah. know, it's on streaming, it's on streaming platforms and people can listen to it for free. You know, as you continue to invest, we get better lights, we get better mics, we get better stuff like that. Um, we might sell a t-shirt or two every now and then, right? We got a t-shirt right now and up. Um, but outside of that, it's free. Um, it's a free thing. Um, you know, you just hope your return is inspiration, thought and stuff like that. Right. Um, so this book keeps the creator in that like kind of seat as just a creator, like create. Um, I think the biggest thing that, um, I took from it, like the part that stood out to me the most was had to do with, um, stories and, um, well, not even stories, but I, she's an author, right. She wrote eat, pray, love, right. The author of this book what's her name. Um, Elizabeth Gilbert she wrote uh Eat Pray Love I want to say mm-hmm. but um it's like about ideas right so she had like she was talking about like having an idea for a book and then like like starting it and then like drifting away from this idea going and doing something else and then like meeting some other author um and then like so she came back to this idea and she tried to like like write the book or whatever and it wasn't like she just like She lost the story. She lost the idea. It was gone, right? The idea was gone, right? So she talked about ideas like they're like these things that come and go. Um, And she said she ran into like this other lady that she met, like a friend, another author. And like the lady said she had a book idea. And when she asked the lady what was the book idea, right? They had never talked before, lady didn't know her. It was the same exact, pretty much the same exact idea to the letter with a couple different changes um, as the one she had and lost. So uh, she actually looked at it like that was the same idea. Like the idea is like this thing, this magical thing that kind of goes from like one place to like another place. And um, I've seen things I thought of creatively, like later in life, other places like, damn, like I thought of that, you know, but it's like I didn't do anything with it. So the idea eventually left and went to somebody else who at that time was going to do something with it or whatever like that. So I think it's a good book especially for somebody that's creative, It's super inspirational and it's just telling you like what you get out of it is creating. Yeah. That's it. The pure you don't have to ever be famous, you don't got to ever be, you know, rich, you'll never got to be notable for it. You just create it. You did it cuz you wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Um the last thing was this dude, you know, he wrote a letter to like his favorite like director and was like, "Hey, I'm um writing this stuff and Nobody likes it. I'm not getting no return from it, whatever, whatever. And then the director was like, well, stop.
1: <laughs> <That> <laughs> stop
0: writing then. Stop doing it. He was like, now look, though, if you stop and in four more years or a couple more months or whatever, you get this uh, overwhelming urge to do it again, then do it. That means you love it. Mm. Then it don't matter why you, it don't matter who doing it or whatever yeah. like that. You're doing this out of pure creativity for yourself. Yeah, like so, that, so that was a good story, a good book. Uh." Real good. What was the name of it? It was Big Magic Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. And like y'all know I do audiobooks, so it was narrated by the author, which is my favorite type of audiobook.
1: Yeah man. Right? It's good stuff, man. Good book. Sounds like a good book. So one. So here
0: we are. We are at the end of an era for Permission to Speak Freely podcast, right? I think throughout all of 2022 we've been reviewing one show, right? Um, And Band of Brothers, right? Um, You know, we took weeks off. We, you know, it's different things, stuff like that. I actually watched this show the week we were supposed to review. Yeah, me too. Um, And I want to start out first, man. I got to give a couple shout outs. Um, My first shout out is to everybody that watches the YouTube, the reviews, especially the people that might listen to the podcast and still watch the review. Um, my other shout out uh, is to Molly Dangerous, right? It's either Molly Dangerous or Molly Dangerous. I want to say Molly. Um, hey, shout out, shout out to you. I, I honestly think you just skip the whole episode on YouTube and go straight to <laughs> the Band of Brothers review. <laughs> and then you hit us with a lot of good information. Like for instance, uh, Molly Dangerous told us that last episode, the Why We Fight episode, that those were actual uh, like cancer patients um, that played the uh, the people that were locked in the camps. Mm. Those were people who actually had cancer, and like like late, I think somebody else added that they were in like close to terminal uh, phases. Or whatever. So that wasn't really makeup. That wasn't much of that. That was like actual people that were actually like, Dang. you know, sick and stuff like that. But uh, Molly Dangerous been with us this whole ride, man. Yeah. I'm telling Big you, shots. David. Like, I I really wanted to like invite uh, Molly Dangerous like to the podcast for our last review, but I didn't know if he or she wanted to, to do that. like, yeah. to do it. You know what I'm saying? But if you did, let us know because when we do our segment on either Generation Kill or The Pacific, when we decide to watch those, um, we want to bring you on. Like, I think you'd be a great addition to this if you want to do it. Um, but um, so be- definitely big shout. I wanted to take a long moment to shout out uh, Molly Dangerous too, because they've been with us every step of the way. So episode 10, right? Episode 10. What's the name of this episode? You know? Points, yes,
1: points. That's the name of it. Points, right? Yep.
0: Episode ten points, points right? Yep. Uh, it's funny because I got it there because that's where I write all my names. But then I also had points from the episode, so I ain't, I ain't remember. Yeah. Who. Points are points. So Band of Brothers, uh, shout out Molly Dangerous. Episode ten points. points. What was your take?
1: Well, my take was uh, the war is over, man. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The um, it ended kind of like I thought. You know how how it how it. Um, you saw that. It kind of the build up from why we fight to this one is kind of the build up that it was it was going to be over that, that everything going to be more a little bit more relaxed in a, in a, in a, the setting anyway on the things they was doing. But you know they was about to go back and then all of a sudden it kind of like ended. It was over. Everything was good, right? Uh, still seemed like mental health. You you see in the last episode, mental health still played a part um, in in the show. Uh, but one of the, the one of my biggest moments of this one, man, was um when Winters, you know, he talked to, you know, his previous, uh, I think it was a captain, you know, in the in the in the first episode. Uh I know you may know his name, but I don't remember his name. But when he said, uh, mm-hmm. you salute the rank, not the man. You <laughs> yeah, know yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, so man. <laughs> man. Hey, that was powerful, man, because he tried to look off. And I like how winners didn't let him get away, man. Nah, you ain't getting yeah. away with that. You know what I mean? I can Like, Angelina
0: just said that to me today.
1: Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> salute eat. the rank, not the man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I told her about that captain, when I told her about that captain that I forgot to salute Yeah, <laughs>
1: man. Hey. She's like, salute the rank, not the man. And I did pop <laughs>
0: tall while i saluting him later.
1: Um, and, and the other thing was, man, the ending. The ending was so powerful when I found out who was who. You know what I mean? So if you guys know what I'm talking about, the characters, they showed... The like who Winters was, and they show all these characters and who they was in real life, and I think that was pretty powerful because these guys was talking in the beginning of every episode, we just didn't know um, who they was, so now we kind of put a face to some of these characters that we've been looking for, you know, all of twenty two. So that was a big deal, man. Um, The 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 the, uh, just just the. The movie itself, man, um, and I don't know if we want to talk about the big review or whatever, the whole show itself, but I want to say this, man.
0: No, let's hold off on okay, it. Okay, maybe Molly. Okay. May, maybe
1: we could get uh, Molly. with us. Yeah, yeah, we can get we Molly. Can actually, with us to talk about the whole, Yeah. Most, and even if not, we're going to
0: talk about it. Yeah, even if okay, we can't, okay. we're still going to talk
1: about um, it. But there was an ending, man. It wasn't no bloodshed. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was an ending to a great show, and they did a great job at ending it, man. So, I like it, man. It was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's par for the course to me for HBO, right? Uh, if you look at The Wire, um, the, the the first season of The Wire, like, episode nine is the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, seven, eight, nine, but nine is the episode. And then ten is the aftermath of nine and how we setting up for next season. If you look at Game of Thrones, yeah. most of the Game of Thrones seasons, episode nine is the episode. And ten is, you know, the just yeah. finality of everything. Um, so HBO normally does that. Like, yeah, episode nine is normally the one, you know? And then that next one is just, let's close this out. Um, and that's what I felt like from uh, from Band of Brothers. Um, like, it was like, let's close this out. I mean, I was hoping for like a standoff or something mm-hmm. like that. I was thinking it was going to be something, but um, it wasn't. Um, they they just like, like, let's close out our character. Because HBO is very good at character development. Like, so it's like, yo, let's close out our characters. We want you to see, um, where they're going. Um, so we got to see it in the show where they were going. Yeah. And then even after the show, um, like you said, in like the tale of the tape, I call it, but we got to see, um, where everybody life kind of went, you know, after, um, and it was humbling. A lot of these guys like pretty much live like normal lives after, yeah. um, after this crazy experience. Right. So let me run through some of my thoughts here. Um, my first thought was uh I was missing a doc in the beginning, man. Like, you know, cause I fast forward through the intro and I'm like, oh man, like I thought I was like, did it start with the doc, then go to the intro? Or did it start with the intro music and then go to the doc? I was like, uh ah, I forgot, but I didn't see the doc. I'm like, yo, so I I I, I went backwards again. I'm like, yo, where's the doc? But it wasn't a doc because at the end, and when I say doc, I'm talking about the documentary yeah. style kind of like um video in the beginning where you see the older guys. Yeah. Um, I knew who Winters was. I knew who Winters was. I knew that yeah, I knew okay. who Winters was. I was right about who Winters was too. Um, I looked at the runtime, right? So that's another thing that um, what like shows um of this kind of magnitude sometime, right? And it's just me being who I am as like a cinema kind of person, right? I looked at the runtime and when I saw that it was the normal hour that it normally is, I was like, all right, they're going to get right to it. They're yeah. going to do what they got to do. This is it. It ain't like an hour and 20. It ain't an hour and 10. It ain't an hour and 30. Yeah. It's a regular hour. Like, we just gonna get to this. We gonna get it done. We gonna get it out of here. A lot of times, shows try to give you that extra long, you know, finale or whatever like that. Um, this one didn't do that. Um, 1945, Zell am See Austria or whatever, right? The war is all but over, right? Same thing like you thought. It's all but over. Um, and then they thinking about, like, I don't know about you, but. Like, them talking about what was next after the war, like, really affected me. Like, like you got these guys that all we knew about these guys from day one was war, yeah. you know? And then they just chilling and like, at a lake, like, yo, like, come work for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they already kind of focus on like, what's next? What's next? You know, um, Easy Company still has some work to do. They had to take the Eagle's Nest. Yeah. Um, we saw the German army surrender. You know, and the dude what the dude say like something like, um, you know, what like what's life for like guys like us if it wasn't war? You mm. know what I mean? Like one of the German dudes yeah. when he tried to turn over yeah. his, uh, his handgun when like, no, nah, keep that, man. You know, um, so the big thing about this episode was. Um, you needed 85 points to be discharged, right? You needed 85 points to be. That was the big thing. Like people didn't have points. You had a good point. I don't want to give too much about that aspect of the episode for anybody that's watching it. Yeah. But that was the kind of like where the last bit of suspense in the show was, was who could, you know, get discharged. Uh, The Shifty story, right? So Shifty was able to go. He had enough points. He was able to go. On the road, on his way out, he got hit by a vehicle. Right? On the road, on his way out, he got hit by a vehicle, which was ironic. It was kind of funny to me, but it was also sad too. It's like, damn, he went
1: through all this. Yeah. That was sad.
0: man. He went through all this, made it out, and then on the way damn home, you get hit by a vehicle or whatever like that. And I don't even, I think he had to hang around for like another two months or something like that. Tom Hardy died. Our boy, man, Tom Hardy yeah, passed, man. man. Um, Tom. Tom Hardy passed. I wrote whooping dude ass on here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, they was whooping yeah, in his ass, man.
0: man. So, so that it was almost like so. This that what was the I mental thought, health part that I was talking
1: about. Yeah,
0: what I felt was that they got crazy when it wasn't an enemy to fight. Yeah, it ain't no enemy to fight yeah. no more. We so used to this lifestyle. Yeah, you know, dudes tripping like he drunk. You said mental health dude was drunk though. Yeah, he was drunk. yeah, he, he shot it. He shot a dude. Yo, they they poured him in there like Lord of the Fly style. Like, yo, we gonna judge yeah, right ourselves. Now. We just gonna whoop your ass. And then old boy came in and was about to kill him. It seemed like he was gonna kill him, but then he chilled out. Um, and I, I you know, I think that was a good thing to happen was like we didn't lose all of our humanity here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I think that was like kind of like what that was, you know, to symbolize for me. That's what I took from yeah. that. Like,
1: cause it was, it like, was close was though. I Damn. thought, hey. I thought that was gonna be like we we were gonna most definitely be talking about that if you would have pulled that trigger. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, but
0: yeah, but that got to be a lot of frustration where it's like, yo, like we finish all of this, but yo, if you don't got a certain amount of points, you can't go on. That's crazy, too. You know, and then just me knowing the history, you know. Well, us, I think all of us knowing history of all of this stuff. You know when that aspect of the war was over, it was still craziness going on in the Pacific. Yeah. Like, because that's the first thing I thought, like, when I was like, yo, we finished over here in this leg," And I'm like, well, what about the Pacific? I know it's some crazy stuff going on over there. And then you saw them watching the news reports and saw them watching the footage from what was going on in the Pacific. I'm like, yeah, because the Pacific still had some stuff going on until the bombs and, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that um, happened. So, you know, that was stuff. And I also wrote Salute the Rank, Not the Man, um down because that brought the whole thing, cause that was episode one, and then that was episode Broke everything full circle, right? That brought everything full circle and it also kinda showed you uh what yeah. Winters had learned as well. Cause Winters didn't want to address that before uh with Sobel. Um, he ain't want to address that. He ain't want to talk about that with Sobo. Yeah. Um, and it probably was like imposter syndrome or something like that. What a lot of us get. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. But uh yeah. He he let him know. He even he even did something that I could see you doing. Like, hey, so like he called him back. Like, <laughs> like, hold up. No, you going to stop. Like that cap like that captain did me, senior. <laughs> he said, senior. We talked to you for like, a while. Like, but no, you gonna stop and you gonna, you know, do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, you know, and so supposed to do that. Like that's what you are supposed to yeah. do. I just recently had that kind of conversation with one of my sellers too. Just about that, that, that aspect of the rank, man. Yeah. Cause that's one of the things that no matter how far, you know, and this review and everything, I feel like we didn't, I didn't touch on mad elements from this whole episode, just in this review. But that's one of the things that no matter how far that we go, um as a Navy, as an organization, whatever, I don't ever think we should forget about that part of it and that and that's the rank structure and that's the respect for that. Uh, aspect of it or whatever like that. We all need to respect each other as as humans, yeah. right? All of us up and down the chain of command. Um, but I also think that, you know, a customary thing that I don't want to see go, right? And it's just my own um, self is that respect for rank. You know, I was so happy to pop tall and salute uh, Mr. Gonzalez, Warren Gonzalez today. I was so happy to pop tall and salute him. Yeah. Um, It just felt so great, man, to salute somebody that I was on a deck place with as a first class and shit. Like I said, I get a kick out of that. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm sorry to that, Captain. You know what I'm saying? I apologize (laughs) to you, man. He is with his wife, man. He trying to show her. you know. He's the
1: man. I'm the man out here. It's my base. They salute me out here. It's (laughs) my base. It's my base. It's what I do. They salute me out this
0: Jay. But, um, yeah, um, Band of Brothers uh, loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. We're gonna actually review the show. We've been reviewing it episodically. We're gonna give our take on the show next week. Um, to all the audience, uh, thanks for sitting through our assessment of what happened this week in the beginning of the episode. And uh hopefully, you know, you got a good another good time with us, man. We love and appreciate you. you know go buy some damn t-shirts.
1: Show. Let's get them t-shirts, man. how at your boy, Mississippi, please. Stand up. Mm Mm-hmm.